From 2 Corinthians 13, 13, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We are so glad that you are seeking God with us, and we pray that the message you are about to hear is a blessing to you. I am Brian Niebank, pastor of Zion United Church of Christ Fireside in Bellevue, Ohio. I thank you for joining us today as we seek to walk together with God, expressing our love in Bible study and prayer, living the life of the church and serving others and worshiping God. May God bless you today. Will you pray with me? O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Have you ever had a visitor who tells you that they are coming over to your house and you basically have no say in that matter? Perhaps they will give you a five-minute warning, or perhaps they'll be kind to you and give you a 30-minute warning. Perhaps there was a time when a child gave you a warning that their friend was coming over, like it or not, and maybe you did not find out until they were both at the door coming in. Regardless, does having a warning that you have a visitor coming, whether you like it or not, make you stressfully try to get the house ready? Do you feel that you can visit, can, do you feel that you can welcome that visitor in kind? When John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, he proclaimed, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord and make his paths straight. John the Baptist has told the people of Israel that someone is coming after him, of whom John is not even worthy to carry his sandals. This person is coming whether the people are ready for him or not. So, John says, prepare. Prepare the way of the Lord. Get yourselves ready to welcome him. Whether you are ready for Christmas to come or not, Christmas is coming. And we are celebrating Christmas yet again. And Advent is the season where you can prepare the way for Christ to enter your hearts. It is where you can forge the way of peace. How many of you feel that you are in a wilderness? You may not be sure of where to turn, or perhaps you look at the way other Christians pray or show their faith and think, I will never be like them. Or, I can never do what preacher is asking me to do, so I guess I am just out of luck. The good news is that preparing, in that in preparing for the way of the Lord, in preparing the way for the Lord, 
We do not need to reach a certain level of faith or be better than the person next to us in devotion. We just need to be better than we were yesterday. When we find a way to selflessly serve, like in the giving tree, for example, we are better than we were yesterday. It is not about how long you pray or what form your prayer is in or what you can take away from your prayer. It is not about whether you hear God speaking to you or if you just hear silence. There are many different ways to communicate with God and improve our devotion toward God. What matters is how much we seek. What matters is the work that we put in seeking God and trying to find God and making time for God. The results may come sooner. They may come later. They may come in a different way than we expect. But if we seek, that is the best thing that we can do to improve our devotion to be better than it was the day before. Sometimes we realize that we may be able to sit at a prayer fountain and spend hours in that moment and have a meaningful interaction. But other times, we may think about God for a moment while we are waiting for a train and have just as meaningful of an experience. On Friday, as I was waiting for the train to get into Hoag's to relieve Dina of the bell ringing, around 12 o'clock, I was forced to stop for a minute. Sometimes we just need to stop and breathe. It was warm enough it could open the window and just enjoy the fresh air. It was like 50 degrees outside or something. And uh, just relax and breathe for a minute. My question for you is how can you selflessly serve God this week? How can you selflessly serve your neighbor when the only thing you gain from your tireless hours is the knowledge that someone else's life was brightened because of what you did. If you are in a wilderness, maybe you do not feel close to God, or maybe you do not feel peace or joy in this moment, then think about one step that you can make that brings you closer to God. Even if you just take one step all Advent or all year, it is one step closer to God. We can show God that God is a priority in our lives. We can show God that we will take a few moments to prepare the way into our hearts and our lives this year. I am not going to list out a whole bunch of steps and directions this time because it is really different for each one of us. The way we strive to seek God more and to be with God more may be different for each of us. I may want to start more days of journaling in the morning in 2023. One of my goals is to wake a little earlier, go on a morning run, and start the day with some devotions. I already do that to some extent, but not every day, and I'd like to do that better. 
We'll see if it works out. I bet I will fail sometimes. But if I do better at it this year than I did last year, that means that something good has happened. In your own goals this year, you can ask yourself the same question, can I be better at it next year than I was this year? Whatever you do to seek God more is absolutely your choice. But Jesus is coming. Jesus will knock and we want to have room in our inn. We want to have room in our hearts. Remember how we began this year, the first Sunday of 2022. I challenge you to pick one of these following. Praise, prayer, listen, and share. Praise God more often. Pray to God more often. Listen to God and others more often. And share God with others more often. I challenge you to pick one of those to try to improve on in 2022. Which one have you improved on the most this past year? And which one may you want to select to continue to improve on or maybe a different one in the coming year? Praise God, pray to God, listen to God, and share God. These are four key things that a a Christian uh, follower follower of Jesus can do to know God more deeply. When John the Baptist challenged the people with the coming of the Messiah, he called them to repent. That is, he called them to turn away from their comfortable life. He called them to make a change. We all know that change can sometimes be difficult. This may mean that you have to do something that is outside your comfort zone. If you have to repent from any wrongdoing, if that has been holding you back from God, certainly do so. And if you have to take a bold step that you may have been afraid to take, you may do that and try that. For some, this bold step might be getting up in front of people to light a candle, whether you have done that before or especially if you have not. It may be getting up before a bunch of people to do a reading, in church or otherwise. Perhaps even doing a children's story. For others, it may be welcoming someone into our lives who we may have been afraid to face. Or it may be going on a mission trip, even though you are not quite sure right now how you can help. You trust That if God has called you to do something, God can use you. If God has called you to do something, God can use you. Being with God requires a bold step. Preparing the way for God requires us to take a bold step, to do something different, to have change be fluid in our lives to continue to do things to seek God and know God. The motto of the United Church of Christ is this, whoever you are and wherever you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. That is one of a few mottos. It's a, you are welcome here. 
We know all too well that people in the days before Jesus would not welcome everyone. Sometimes there is just no room, and sometimes someone may turn out to be a robber. We have the same barriers today, and they are legitimate barriers. But can we welcome one another into the space that is our hearts and our church? When we meet someone, can we make them feel loved? Even if we don't go to the step of welcoming them into our home, we can still make them feel loved. Regardless of where they or we are on controversial issues, in politics, on LGBTQ, we are called to love our neighbor. We do not have to affirm the belief of our neighbor, but we should accept them and create a welcoming space. As Paul encouraged us in Romans chapter 15, May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus, so that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Acceptance makes someone feel loved. Forgiveness makes someone feel loved. Encouragement makes someone feel loved. They all make someone feel welcome. How can we be more accepting, more forgiving, and more encouraging to not only prepare the way for God in our own lives, but prepare the way for God in another's life as well. Last week, we started our Advent series with a call to reflect. I called you to reflect on our Advent hope, to not be afraid, because we have that hope, and because we hope we can trust in the Lord and live honorably while we wait for what is to come. As we wait for salvation and peace in our hope, let us live honorably. Today, I call you to surrender. Surrender yourself to God by giving what you can of yourself for the kingdom of God. Surrender some of your time to spend more time with God. Surrender your love to others who may not expect to receive your love. When we depend on God, we are giving ourselves over to God because we know that God is coming and we trust and know that this is good. The shepherds came without question to the stable to lay their eyes on the newborn Christ child. The mother Mary surrendered to God when she told the angel Gabriel, Let it be to me as I have been told. And the father, Joseph, surrendered his reputation in his hometown by going to be with Mary, despite the talk around Nazareth. He surrendered to the will of God, since the angel appeared to him in a dream. 
The Lord will win. So there is no sense in fighting a call of God. Whatever time we offer to God, God will use that time. God will use us in that space. God loves us. God loves us so much that God wants us to be a part of God's work. And as we take a bold step to further that work and give to others, we find that it is more blessed to give than to receive. And that can give us an overwhelming sense of peace this Christmas. Bring love to someone else this Christmas. Bring God back into the world. Be at peace to your neighbor. Bring peace to your neighbor. Whatever brings you peace, forge the way of peace. That is how God will enter the world in peace, in love, and in glory, adored by all who come to God. May all glory and honor be to God. Thanks be to God. And amen. As peace blooms in the world through each and every one of us, we can also liken that to a rose blooming in springtime. As Christ blooms among us, let us sing our next hymn, Lo, How a Rose Air Blooming, found in our green books, number 190.
thank you for joining us here at Zion United Church of Christ Fireside in Bellevue, Ohio. If you would like to reach out to us, we would be thrilled to journey with you on your walk with God. Call us at 419-483-6658 in the United States. Reach out to us on our Facebook page or send us an email at zionunited at gmail.com with any prayer requests or questions you may have. Remember to make time for God and confess Jesus as your way to God to give you hope in this life. May you be blessed by God and be a blessing for another. We hope to see you again.